Hey, Brother David here, and we've had some issues, technical issues, the last few weeks with getting recordings of our Sunday School lessons. So this is a studio recording. wanted to go back to the lesson from February 11th. We're studying a, uh, a series of messages related to trusting the Lord, and the title of this lesson is Resolve to Trust the Lord. First passage is Psalm 71. In the first six verses of that chapter, Psalm 71, verse number one, the Bible says, In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be put in confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness, David prays, and cause me to escape. Incline thine ear unto me and save me. Be thou my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. Verse five, for thou art my hope, O Lord God, thou art my trust, key phrase, from my youth, from my youth. Verse six, by thee have I been holding up from the womb, thou art he that took me out of my mother's bowels, my praise shall continually be of thee. David declares his intention to trust the Lord in verse number one. He cries out to God in verses two, three, four, and in verse number five, he makes this very important statement, thou art my trust from my youth. And the point I'd like to make, young people, is that it is so important to learn to trust the Lord in your youth. Think of the life of David, we assume to be the psalmist in this passage, the hardships he faced, the battles that he fought, the trials he went through, meeting Goliath on the field of battle in the Valley of Elah, if David did not, had not already developed a trust in God, how could he have possibly faced that giant and come out victorious? Not long after that, when the, David is the anointed king of Israel and the sitting king of Israel comes after David, follows David. David's a fugitive running for his life. How long he spent in that condition. Uh, David faced some very significant hardships in his life. But what he says was, in those times, I drew upon the lessons I had learned as a little shepherd boy out in the field, praising God, learning to trust the Lord. And young people, what I'm saying to you is that it's important to learn to trust the Lord now. It's important to learn to cast your care on God now. It's important to learn to cling to God's promises now. It's important to learn to faithfully follow God's instructions. The sooner the better. You do not want to wait until you are faced with major difficulty to begin to learn to trust the Lord. We started out this entire series of lessons with um, a, a look at the Bible and a look at some examples of how to learn to trust God, how to learn to trust God. And you've got to be in your Bible to learn to trust the Lord. The uh, faith is built upon the, the word of God. And so that's why we emphasize Bible reading and Bible memory and study time and devotions is because you need to form those habits now while you're young to learn to trust the Lord. Now while you're young, you've got to start to take the Bible seriously. You've got to take everything to the Lord 
in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Start now. It's not just for adults. The younger you can learn those lessons, the better. And then glean from the experiences of others around you, those in the scripture who trust in God, those in your church who trust in God, those on your prayer list that face severe trials and and how God upholds them and strengthens them. Watch that, observe that, take note of that, learn from that. It's important to learn to trust the Lord in your youth. Now we've got two different um, points, two different areas of study in our lesson today. First of all, what it means to trust the Lord. We've been working from Webster's 1828 dictionary definition that trust is confidence, and it is. Trust is a reliance or resting of the mind on the integrity, veracity, justice, friendship, or other sound principle of another person. When you trust someone, you confide in them. When you trust someone, you rely on them. And the reason you do so is because that person has proven themselves trustworthy. And the Lord absolutely, certainly is worthy of our trust, worthy of our reliance, worthy of our confidence, worthy of our hope, worthy of our obedience, which is what our trust will lead to. And our passage is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Now, what we want to do is run some references. Look at some verses in the Bible where trust is associated with another term, another word in the Scripture that helps us define what it is, what it means to trust the Lord. And in Proverbs 3, trust is equated with acknowledging God. To trust the Lord is to acknowledge him in all your ways. To acknowledge is to own, to avow, to admit to be true by a declaration of assent. To acknowledge is to own or notice with particular regard. To acknowledge is to confess. It's to admit or to receive. To acknowledge is to own with gratitude. Acknowledge a favor or receipt of a gift. To acknowledge is to own or admit to belong to. Many meanings of the word acknowledge. Put it in the context of our verse, Proverbs 3, 5, in all thy ways acknowledge him. It's basically instructing us to let God be God in our lives. To put him in the rightful place. To prioritize the Lord and involve him in our thinking, involve him in our decision-making, involve him in every aspect of our lives. It's very closely akin to the fear of God. It is, it is living in the realization of the fact that God created us, that he is with us, that he loves us, that he saved us, that we belong to him, that we'll give an account to him. We need to include God in all that we do, in all that we think, in all that we say that is acknowledging him, that is trusting him. To trust the Lord is to acknowledge the Lord. Come to Psalm 20. Psalm 20, read, well, all nine verses of this psalm, think of 
what we're studying, what it means to trust the Lord. The Lord here at the end of the day of trouble, and everybody has those days. And you can expect to face those days in a world that's under the curse of sin. The name of the God of Jacob, defend thee, send thee help from the sanctuary. I will I will lift up mine eyes and hills from whence my cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. God has the help we need. God, God invites us to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and grace to help in our time of need. Send thee help from the sanctuary. Strengthen thee out of Zion. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, the Bible says. Remember all thy offerings and accept thy burnt sacrifice. Grant thee according to thine own heart. Fulfill all thy counsel. We will rejoice in thy salvation. In the name of our God, we will set up our banners. The Lord fulfill all thy petitions. Now know I that the Lord saveth his anointed. He will hear from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen. We are risen and stand upright. Save Lord that the king hear us when we call. In verse seven, some trust, but we will remember. Do you see the association? You see how this establishes the meaning. To trust is to remember. To remember is to trust. Now let's think of this remembrance. It, it is one thing to know something. It's another thing to remember that thing that you know. The older you get, the more you realize that that is the case, that remembering is often something you have to do on purpose. You have to set a reminder. You have to put up systems in place in your life so that you don't forget the things you know uh, that you are supposed to do or errands you need to run or uh, facts you need to be able to regurgitate on a test. It's one thing to know something. It's another thing to remember, okay? To remember is to recollect, to call to mind, to, to bring it into the test question or to bring it into your schedule for the day or to bring it into uh, what it is you need to need to do. So, to remember the Lord is to set up things in your life to remind you to acknowledge God in all your ways. It's choosing to bring God back into the equation, whatever that equation is. No matter what the situation, no matter what the circumstance, I'm going to remember the name of the Lord my God. I'm going to remember his power. I'm going to remember his might. I'm going to remember the many answers to prayer that he's already given. I'm going to remember the promises that he, he made and the verses that I've memorized to trust the Lord. Some trust in chariots, some in horses we will remember the name of the Lord our God. To trust the Lord is also to respect the Lord. Look at this in Psalm 40. In the first five verses, Psalm 40, verse number one, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, set my feet upon a rock and established my going. See, he put a new song in my mouth, even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust and respecteth not the proud, nor such as turn aside the lies. Many, Lord, my God, thy wonderful works, which thou hast done, thy thoughts which are to usward. Blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust and respecteth not the proud. Trust the Lord or respect the proud? Well, two, two options, two choices. Which decision are you going to make? But to trust God is to respect God. Respect is to regard to have regard to in design or purpose, to have regard to in relation or connection, to relate to, to respect is to view or consider with a degree of reverence, to esteem as possessed of real worth and to look toward. 
So to, so to respect is to honor, but, it, but it's active. It's looking toward that one who deserves honor. That's what it means to respect. That's what it means to trust. Psalm 119, 41 and 42. Psalm 119, 41 and 42. What does it mean to trust the Lord? It means to acknowledge God. It means to remember God. It means to respect God. It means to believe his word. Psalm 119, verse number 41. Let thy mercies come also unto me, O Lord, even thy salvation according to thy word. So shall I have wherewith to answer him that reproacheth me, for I trust in thy word. We established in previous weeks, trust is based on promises. Trust is based on truth. Here's the point. Our relationship to God is going to depend on our relationship to the book that he wrote. To trust God, what am I trusting? I'm trusting what he said. I'm trusting who he is. I'm trusting the promises that he made. What do I learn about all that? Now, I'm taking a walk out in nature. I'm not saying that's not a good idea. I'm just saying that's not the source of truth. And so one can be a student of scripture. One can be a Bible reader. One can be a a theology student and not walk with God. You can fill your mind with facts and information and knowledge can puff you up. You You can study the Bible and not grow as a Christian, but but you can't walk with God and trust the Lord if you're not a student of Scripture. Do you, do you hear the difference? You, you can study the Scripture and not walk with God. You can't walk with God if you don't study the Scripture. Studying the Scripture is a necessary step in order to come into a right relationship with God. It's not the only necessary step, but it is a necessary step. You've got to be a Bible reader. You've got to be a Bible student. But then you've got to take the next step and believe and act upon and allow it to affect your heart and your life. That's what it means to trust the Lord, to believe His Word. And then Psalm 62 and verse number 8. Psalm 62 and verse number 8. The Bible says, Trust in Him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. So what does it mean to trust the Lord? It means to cast your care on him, to pour out your heart. That's what you do with your friends. That's what you do with people you're close to. That's what you do with people that you trust. You'll pour out your heart. You'll unload sometimes when it's necessary. Uh, Another word is you'll you'll vent. But what it means is you confide in that person. You you, you trust them to hear you out and to help you and not let the information go somewhere it doesn't need to go. But here's what God says. I want you to pour out your heart to me. God knows your heart. He knows your thoughts. He knows your situation. And it 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 is not just therapeutic. It is essential that we learn to go to him. Uh, again, all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, the Bible says, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Listen, don't hold back from the Lord. Open your heart to Him. Okay? What does it mean to trust the Lord? It's an obedience that follows a confidence that results in a refusal to give up, a refusal to despair, a resolve to continue no matter what it is that you're facing. Listen, when you don't understand why God is telling you to do what he's telling you to do, that's where trust comes in. When you don't understand why God is allowing something to take place, something to happen in your life, it's an opportunity to trust the Lord. When you can't see what the future holds, when you can't see what good it does to do right, it's an opportunity 
to trust the Lord. Acknowledge God, remember God, respect God, believe God, cast your care on the Lord. And then the second point of the lesson today is resolving to trust the Lord. Because trusting God is a command. We are commanded to trust the Lord over and over in Scripture, Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord. It's an imperative. It's not a suggestion. It's not an idea. It's not an option. It's a commandment. When we don't trust God, we're sinning. We're violating His Word. Psalm 4 and verse number 5. Put your trust in the Lord. Psalm 37, verse number 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. Verse 5. Trust also in in him. Psalm 62, 8, trust in him at all times. Psalm 115, 11, trust in the Lord. Isaiah 26, 4, trust ye in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah's everlasting strength. We're commanded to trust God, but it's not just a command, it's a choice. It's a choice. Over and over in the Psalms, we read of the psalmist giving expression to this, to this choice, to this desire to this resolve, to this commitment in Psalm 71, verse 1, O Lord my God, in thee do I put my trust. I, I, I have faith. I have trust. I am choosing. I am deciding. I am determining to place that trust in God, to put my trust in the Lord. Psalm 11, 1, in the Lord, put I my trust. Psalm 16, Verse 1, preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. In Psalm 18, 2, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust. I will. I will. This is an act of the will. This is a determined choice. This is something that each of us must make up our minds to do. I can't trust God for you. you your parents can't trust God for you. You're, you cannot trust the Lord on behalf of uh, your friends or family members. This is a personal decision. This is a personal issue. In Psalm 25, verse number two, I put my trust in thee. In verse number 20, uh, oh my God, I trust in thee. In Psalm 26, number one, I have trusted also in the Lord. In Psalm 28, seven, my heart trusted in him. So you have to choose to do it with your heart. I'd like to back up to Job 13 and verse number 15. Remember Job? Remember the book of Job? Satan appears before the Lord in chapter 1. And Job loses his wealth. He loses his health. He loses his family. His children die. His wife suggests he curse God. His friends show up and prove to be miserable comforters. And yet Job says this in Job 13, 15, though he slay me. Now, Job had no idea what was going on in the background. Job had no idea this was Satan's, Satan's plan. <laughs> this wasn't God's will for his life. Though he slay me, all he knows, God let it happen. That's all that he knows. But yet, will I, you see his will, his choice, his resolve, his determination, yet will I trust in him. In, 
in spite of what it seems like, it doesn't change the character of God. The things that I've experienced do not change the character of God. He's changeless. He's timeless. He's eternal. He is ever and always and only good. Yet will I trust? Will I trust? It's choice. Psalm 56, verse 3, what time I am afraid, I will trust in thee. David had every right to be afraid. I'm sure the things he faced were fearful things. And I'm sure you'll face the same in your life. But will you trust in God? It's up to you. It's up to you. Obviously, in what in Job's circumstances, it is possible to trust in God. Obviously, in David's circumstances, it is possible to trust in God. I'm saying in your circumstances, it is possible for you to choose to trust in God. And will you? It's up to you. Whether or not you do, choice you make. You need to resolve, determine in your heart and mind that God is good, that God is trustworthy, that the Lord deserves your trust. Finish with some, finish with some scriptures uh, to accompany this point. Psalm 71, 1, in the O Lord, do I put my trust? Let me never be put to confusion. Psalm 73, verse 28, but it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. Psalm 91, 2, I will say to the Lord, he's my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. David is deciding ahead of time how he's going to respond to whatever situation that he faces. Psalm 143, 8, cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning, for in thee do I trust. And then Isaiah chapter 12, verse 1, in that day thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Praise is an act of your will. It's a decision just to must trust. I will praise thee. Though thou wast angry with me, thine anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. Why? For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore, with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. So you need to learn this while you're young. Trusting God means acknowledging him and remembering him and respecting him and believing him and casting your care on him. It's commanded that we do so. But the choice is up to you. And may God grant that our hearts, all of our hearts, will trust in him. Father, bless your word. Thank you for your promises. Thank you for your character. Lord, help us to learn these lessons by your grace and in your name. Amen.